I don't know about you, but is anybody else glad that we have entered a new year? Come on, somebody. Listen, we, I think the term hindsight is 2020 couldn't be more relevant than it is right now. Anybody glad that 2020 is in our hindsight, right? We have turned a new year, and I can't tell you how excited I am about entering a new year and, and just kind of having that feeling of, of the slate being cleaned a little bit. I love, I absolutely love the feeling of a new year. I, I like how fresh it feels, and I like how new it feels and how clean it feels. I, it, it feels like the canvas is clean, and we get a chance to start over and start fresh. And I really believe that right along with a new year, God wants to develop and grow a new you. Come on, somebody say new year, new you. Would you type that in the chat box, somebody? Come on, new year, new you. And the host online should have dropped a note sheet link for you. I want you to get your note sheet out and follow along today because I really believe God's given me a word this morning that's gonna speak to your heart about this new year because that's what I want us to look at today is a new year means a new you. More specifically, I wanna talk about a new year, listen, means a new skin, and you may say, what in the world do you mean by that, Pastor? A new year means a new skin. Well, I want you to hang with me this morning because I really believe you're gonna see what I'm talking about in a very clear and powerful way. And I really pray that you'll lean into this word today because I truly believe that it has the power to set the course and the focus of your entire year. Jesus spoke a parable in Luke chapter five and verse 37. I want you to look at it with me. Look what Jesus said. He said, no one puts new wine into old wineskins or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled and the wineskins will be ruined. Watch this. He said, but new wine must be put into new wineskins and both are preserved. So I wanna talk to you not just about a new year, new you. I wanna talk to you today about a new you, a new year, a new skin. You see, I believe that we all have attitudes and habits and thoughts and ways of reacting and responding that are honestly out of date. They may have worked in 2020, but they're not gonna work in 2021. And your happiness this new year is determined to a large degree by number one, your willingness to change, and number two, your willingness to be changed by God. Because if we don't change and if we don't grow, we just tend to perpetuate the same old problems over and over again. Am I right about that? We go into each new year with the same old hangups and the same old problems and the same old responses to life, making the same mistakes, and we never grow. God says, you don't put new wine into an old wineskin. Now, I understand the image of wineskins that Jesus used in this parable is foreign to our contemporary culture. I'm almost certain that wineskins didn't make the top 10 list of Christmas gifts in 2020. You know, I'll take an iPhone 12 and a PlayStation 5 and throw in a wineskin on top of that, right? I don't think so. Don't think it happened. But even though we may not be familiar with the image of wineskins, those who listened to Jesus's words were very familiar with it. Let me explain it to you. In Bible times, there were no glass bottles. In those days, wine was put into animal skins that were sewn together. And over time and, and over use, those skins would become brittle and eventually they would burst, spilling the wine and ruining both the skin and the wine itself. 
That's why Jesus said, new wine must be put into a new wineskin. What I want you to see is Jesus used the analogy of wineskins to teach us about change. Somebody say change right now. What's he teaching us here? He's teaching us a fundamental principle of life. Write this down in your notes, and here it is. The fundamental principle of life is that new situations require new structures. New situations require new structures. For instance, a new job requires new skills. A new relationship requires new ways of relating. A new season in life requires a new perspective. Jesus said, you can't put a new thing into an old structure or you're going to ruin both of them. The point is, if we don't change, we tend to perpetuate the same old problems again and again and again. Unfortunately, too many of us are always changing the external things, but we forget about changing the internal. You see, people will change friends, or they'll change jobs, or they'll change cars, or they'll even change churches. They even change their spouses, but they never consider changing themselves. And so let me give you a newsflash for a new year. You can change friends, but guess what? You're going to take you with you into the next friendship. You can change your job, but you're going to take you with you into that next job. You can change spouses, but you're going to take you with you into the, next, into the next marriage. You can even change churches and people do this all the time. Well, I don't like what they said. I don't like what they did. I don't agree with it. So I'm just gonna pick up and move myself to another church. Guess what? You're gonna take you with you to another church. We focus too much on changing our external things and not give a whole lot of attention to changing the internal. You know, it's been said that we usually change when we see the light, but I don't think that's true. I think we usually change when we feel the heat. And understand, God doesn't want us to feel the heat all the time, but he does use it at times to motivate us to change. The fact is, the new year will require a new you. It'll require a new skin for a new thing that God wants to do. You're going to face a lot of new situations this year, and each new situation is going to require a new response, a, a new attitude, a new adjustment, a new action. As we launch into 2021, the question is, will we hold on to old wineskins or will we scrap them for new ones? So let me ask you a question right now. What are your old wineskins? What are your old ways of thinking or old habits or old ways of responding that may have worked well in the past, but they don't work well anymore? Now, I don't consider myself a prophet, but I predict we all are going to face three new wines in 2020 that we better have a structure for. Three new wines in 2020. Every one of us are going to face new problems. We're going to face new pressures and we're going to face new possibilities. And if we want to successfully navigate these new realities, we'll need three new wineskins to hold the new thing that God wants to do in our life. I hope you're leaning into this. I hope you're getting what I'm saying today. Come on, lean in, take notes, and open up your heart to this. Number one wine that I think we're all going to contend with and face this year, write this down, is that new problems require new attitudes, Oh, this is good. New problems always require new attitudes. Oh, I hate to tell you this, but you're going to have some problems in 2021. Now, you may say, oh, no, not the same old problems. Oh, no, 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 not the same old problems. No, you get to have all new ones. 
and these will even be better ones, and some of them will even be bigger ones. You say, oh no, I, I don't want that, Pastor Jason. Sometimes you probably feel like I do, right? Like I wanna get down on my knees and, and I just wanna say, Lord, I, I think I've learned enough for a while. So if you don't mind, would you just let me coast for a while? Would you just let me relax and enjoy life without any crisis and any problems, any situations that force me to grow? Can you just let me lay back for a while and just breathe? How many of you have ever felt like that before? And you know what God says to that? He says, no, I'm not gonna remove your problems. Instead, I'm gonna make you stronger in spite of them. I want you to mark my words today. You will face new problems this new year, and it will require new attitudes. The good news is there is one thing you can absolutely be certain of, that God never puts more on you than he puts in you to bear it up. I love what the word of God says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. I like how the message translation says it. The apostle Paul says this, no problem that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. In other words, there's nothing you're going through that, that people haven't already gone through. Everyone's going through the same thing. Everyone deals with the same issues. He said, all you need to remember, watch this, is that God will never let you down. Come on, isn't that good news, somebody? He says, he'll never let you be pushed past your limits. He'll always be there to help you come through it. God will never put more on you than he's put in you to bear it up. I love what the book of Lamentations chapter three says. Scripture says this in the message. It says it this way. God's mercies can't run out. They are created new every morning. In other words, the power you need today will be here today. And the power you need tomorrow will be here tomorrow. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that God's mercies won't dry up and will not run out in 2021. Can somebody say an amen today? Listen, you can't solve tomorrow's problems with yesterday's solutions. You see, new problems require new attitudes. What do you expect 2021 to be like? Believe it or not, your attitude will largely determine whether 2021 will be a year of victory for you or will be a year of defeat for you. I think our attitude is a lot like a diaper. If it's not changed regularly, how many of you know it starts to stink up the place, right? Think about it. What old attitudes and what old values and what old biases are you holding on to that you don't need to be carrying into this new year? Are you stuck in a rut? Do you have a mental wineskin that you need to scrap? Maybe you've got a problem and you, you hadn't been able to solve it. And maybe what God is saying is you need to look at it with a new way. You need to look at it in a new approach and approach it from a new angle and try it from a new point of view. Listen, if we're not willing to change, we can't grow. And God wants you to grow. So new problems will require new attitudes. It reminds me of a little boy who walked onto a baseball field with a, with a baseball in one hand and he had a bat in the other. And, and cocking his bat back, he tossed the ball into the air saying, I'm the greatest batter in the world. And he swung and he missed. And he said, strike one. And so he picked up the ball and he examined it and then he tossed it into the air again saying, I'm the greatest batter in the world. And he swung and he missed again. And he said, strike two. And this time he examined his bat, make sure there wasn't any holes in it. And so he picked up the ball and he tossed it in the air for a third time saying, I'm the greatest batter in the world. And he swung and he missed a third time and he just hung his head and he said, strike three. 
But then all of a sudden, he lifted up his head, and with a big smile on his face, he shouted, wow, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. <laughs> Come on, that's the kind of attitude we all need in 2021. Listen to me, I don't know who I'm preaching to today. Some of you swung and you missed in 2020, but with a new attitude, I believe 2021 can be a home run in your life. Can you say amen, somebody? And let me tell you the bottom line about it. The bottom line is you are in charge of your own attitude. Nobody else dictates your attitude. There's no circumstance that dictates your, you are in charge of your own attitude and your attitude doesn't run on autopilot either. You choose what attitudes you're going to have and it's a daily continual choice. The right attitude will set the right atmosphere for a new year in 2021. And so we understand that new problems will require a new attitude. That's the first wine that I think we all face in 2021 is we're going to face some problems. But guess what? That wine has to have a wineskin. You can't put a new thing into an old structure. We need to have a new attitude to hold the new problems that we will, we will face this year. Here's number two. Write this down. The, the second wine I think we're all going to face this year is write this down. New pressures require new adjustments. Ooh. New pressures require new adjustments. If there's one thing we learned in 2020, how many of you know the world is constantly changing, right? And whether we like it or not, it's gonna keep on changing. Happiness, understand happiness is not the absence of change. Your happiness is based on your ability to adapt and adjust to change. Because the truth is, nothing stays the same. The only thing that's consistent in life is change. And so if you like the way things are right now in your life, hey, enjoy it because things are, will change. And if you don't like the way things are right now, hang on because things will change. Either way, things are going to change. But resistance to change is a universal issue. The truth is, if you're a normal human being, you don't like change. That's kind of natural. We like security of the familiar. We like the predictable. We don't like change. We don't like change. It shakes us up too much. So we tend to avoid change as much as possible. But God doesn't want that. He wants us to grow. The problem is we can't grow without change. That's one benefit of knowing Jesus Christ. In a world that seems to be changing by the day, one of the benefits of knowing Christ is that you know that he is the solid rock that never changes. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same. He's not going to change. So while everything else is falling apart and swirling around you and you wonder, man, I don't know if I can adapt. I don't know if I can cope because the world is changing too fast. The good news is you can hold on to Jesus because he ain't changing for nobody. He is the solid rock and he will give you stability in the midst of all the changes that you're gonna experience this next year. The fact of life is we are constantly changing. And you know what? Change creates pressure. Somebody say pressure. It creates pressure. And if we don't make adjustments, we can't adapt to that pressure. Just think about marriage, for example. If I were to sum up the, the key to successful marriage in one word, it would be adjustments, <laughs> right? 
That's the key, man. When you got married, there were first two very different people. And it's really funny because God usually puts opposites together. You know, one is objective and the other one is subjective. You know, one spouse is emotional. The other one's not too emotional. One's an extrovert. One's an introvert. One likes sports. One hates sports. One's a spender. One's a saver. One's a night owl and the other one goes down early. But you're very different people when you get married. That's bad enough. And so you're going to have to adjust in marriage to compensate for each other's quirks and whatever. But more than that, guess what? You're gonna keep on changing. I'm not married to the same girl I was married two years ago. It's still Rachel, but she's a different person. And guess what? I am too. I'm changing and she is too. You're always changing. You're always growing. That means one of two things. Listen to me. You either have to grow together or you're going to grow apart. There's no such thing as a static marriage. You're either growing together or you're growing apart because you're both growing and you're both changing. But so often we get stuck in a rut, don't we? We become complacent about life. We become routine and everything just becomes habit. The way we habitually respond to our spouses or the way we habitually respond to work. Even going to church can lose its meaning and it becomes just a habit, a religious ritual, a religious habit that we do. That's what Jesus criticized the Pharisees for. They had gotten locked into a tradition that had no meaning for them anymore. How many of you know we all get stuck in a rut sometimes? Listen, your, your life is largely made up of habits. Somebody say habits. Most of everything you do, believe it or not, is habitual. The way you get up in the morning, the way you shower, the way you eat, even the types of food that you, that, that you eat are pretty much habitual. The way you dress, the way you go to work, life is made up largely of habits. And if you're going to change, you're going to have to change some habits in your life. Studies have shown that successful people are basically the sum total of good habits. They've just developed habits that nobody else is willing to do. And so let me ask you, what old habits do you need to drop in 2021? What old wineskin do you need to let go of and leave it hindsight 2020, leave it back there in 2020 and not carry it into a new year? Maybe it's some habitual ways of thinking. Maybe it's some habitual ways of acting or responding or feeling or the way you talk maybe, the way you process things, the way you engage with people. What do you need to change? Because watch, when you change your habits, then you change yourself. New pressures require new adjustments. What new habits do you need to develop in this new year? I don't know. Maybe it's a, a, the new, a, getting a new habit of getting involved in a small group here at Vibrant Church and saying, you know what? I'm tired of being a spiritual loner. I'm tired of just kind of sneaking into church and sneaking out and, and not really developing community and relationships. Now, Jesus said where two or more are gathered in his name, there he is. The greatest discipling we do at Vibrant Church is in the context of small groups. And maybe it's you developing a new habit of saying, you know what, I'm gonna come out of hiding spiritually and I'm going to know and be known. I'm going to love and be loved and get connected to a small group this January. You can, in fact, you can go to vibrantgroups.com right now is our list of small groups we have going on and just launching in this season, in this first season of 2021. Get locked into one. Get plugged into one. Maybe it's you developing a new habit of having a regular devotion time with God every day. Maybe that's something you know you should do, but you just haven't done it yet. A daily time where you withdraw 
and you spend time in prayer and you spend time in the word of God and letting the Lord just minister to you and having communion and real life giving relationship with him. Maybe that's the habit you need to develop this new year. Or a new habit maybe of honoring God's command to return the tithe to him. The, the first tenth of your income that you return to him as his word requires and he commands out of thankfulness, out of expectation, out of humility, out of cheerfulness for all that God has done for you. Because you want God to bless your life and you want God to bless your family and you want God to also bless your finances. But like I said earlier, where he is made first is where he blesses. If you want him to bless your finances, maybe you make him first in your finances and put him first and return the first tenth of everything he gives you back to him. I don't know what it may be for you, but I can tell you this. If you're gonna grow this next year, you're gonna have to change some habits because you can't put a new thing into an old structure. Not only do new problems require new attitudes, but new pressures require new adjustments. Paul said this in Ephesians chapter four. Look at it with me, verse 24. He said this, put on your new self. Come on, somebody say new self. Put on your new self, which is made in the image of Christ. Your new self, listen, your new self means new thoughts, new attitudes, and new habits. You need to understand the whole Christian life is the process of character changing and becoming more and more like Jesus Christ in our lives. In fact, did you notice what Jesus says happens to the wineskin when it fails to adjust? Go back to Luke chapter five. Look at verse 37 again. Notice what Jesus said. He said, no one puts new wine into an old wineskin. So nobody puts a new thing into an old structure. He said, watch this, or else the new wine will burst the wineskin and be spilled and the wineskins will be ruined. Don't miss this, don't miss this. Over time, an old wineskin becomes rigid. It becomes tough. It becomes brittle. It becomes, it becomes unbending. It becomes inflexible. And believe it or not, a lot of people are just like that. They get stuck in their ways. They get stuck in their ruts. They get stuck in their traditions and their habits and their ways of thinking. Some people get prejudices and, and biases. And before long, we become rigid and brittle and inflexible and hard. Then when a new experience comes, when a new thing comes, a new experience enters our life, guess what? It blows us apart. We can't handle it because we weren't developing a skin to hold the new thing that God was bringing into our life. Maybe you feel like that. Maybe you feel like right now you're about to come apart at the seams and just kind of explode inside. People who are inflexible have a hard time adjusting to new situations. You don't put new wine into an old wine skin, and so you're gonna have to make some changes in your attitudes for the new problems that you're gonna face. And you're gonna have to make some adjustments for the new pressures that you're gonna face in 2021. But let me give you some good news. Are you ready for some good news, y'all? Come on, somebody say I'm ready in the chat box. Are you ready for some good news, everybody? Here it is right here. 2021 isn't gonna be all that bad. 
Sure, you're going to have some problems, and yes, you're going to have some pressures, but you're also going to have some tremendous opportunities in this new year. I'm talking about 365 days of unlimited possibilities that I believe God's going to do in your life. So what's the third wine that we all are going to deal with in 2021? Write this down in your notes. Here it is. New possibilities require new actions. New possibilities require new action. I can say without a shadow of a doubt that God has a lot of great things in store for you this next year. He really does. God has a lot of great things that he wants to do in your life. But, but listen to me, you will miss it if you just sit back and try to live on your past successes. Ooh. It's when you just kind of sit back and say, you know what? 2020 was a crazy year, but you know, I just kind of cruised through last year. So I think I'll just keep it in cruise control this year. And you just kind of sit around and don't do anything and don't take any initiative. No, no, no. Listen to me. New possibilities require new actions. We must act. We must move forward as a church. We must act and move forward as individuals. We must act and move forward as families. Oh, but it's so easy to become content with the past, isn't it? We just become obsessed with past memories sometimes. We talk about the good old days. Sometimes I hear it with Christians. And they'll talk about, man, I remember, I remember back when, when God did. And I remember, I remember 20 years ago when God answered this prayer. I remember 40 years ago when God showed up and did this in our midst. And I'm sitting here listening to it going, what has God done for you lately? What has he doing in your life right now? What new thing is he doing? What new word is he speaking? What new move is the Holy Spirit stirring in you? Because the same God that did it then is still moving today. And he wants to do something new in your life. We can't get so tied in to the tradition and to the, to the old and to the past and to the memories. Now don't misunderstand. We can be grateful for the past. We can be grateful for the past successes and we can be happy about them, but we can never make them our security. They are not to be our security. There are two things you can be sure about life. One, you can't live in the past. And two, you can't live off of the past either. I love what scripture says in Isaiah 43, very familiar portion of scripture, but I love it and I believe it. It, it so applies to the new year that we're in right now. Look what scripture says, soak this in and just receive this and be encouraged. The Bible says, God says, forget the former things. Forget about it. Forget last year. Forget 2020 and all the mess that happened. Don't dwell on the past, God says. He says, see, I am doing a new thing. Come on, he's doing a new thing. I want you to hear me say it and be encouraged. God is doing a new thing in your life. And here's what he says. He says, now it springs up. Right now, do you not perceive it? Do you not see it? Do you not sense me doing something new in this first part of a new year in your life? Every day, we are to look to God for new direction. Maybe I got a word from the Lord last year. That's fine, but that's not enough for this year. I need a fresh word for this year. Can you say amen? Every day, I look to the Lord for new direction. 
and not depend on one experience that I had six months ago or a spiritual experience I had a year ago or 10 years ago. No, the good news is, as a Christ follower for you, listen, the best is always yet to come. You can be sure of that. When you're committed to Jesus Christ, it can only get better because he's working in your life. He's building you and he's growing you and he's helping you. He's developing you. That's part of the good news that all of your best days are just ahead of you in the name of Jesus. Oh, they're not behind you. Your best days are just ahead of you, my friend. The best is truly yet to come, and it's gonna get better and better, listen to me, as you give more and more of your life to Christ. You grow deeper in faith and deeper in your understanding of what life is all about. Remember the old Christian saying that people used to say all the time, hey, please be patient with me. God is not finished with me yet. <laughs> How many believe that's actually very true? You see, I believe if there's one sign you can hang on top of every Christian's head, it would be the sign under construction, right? How many, how many of you believe that you are just under construction, right? Because God is constantly working in your life. He's constantly developing you. And the best is yet to come, my friend. No matter what kind of year you had last year, believe God for a better year this year. New possibilities are coming, but listen to me. New possibilities require new action. I need to grow in my faith every year. That's the secret of successful Christian living. Listen, it's a daily commitment. It's daily recommitting my life and growing in faith. I'm not the same person I was a year ago at this time. And I wasn't then what I was two years before that. And I won't be the same person I am today a year from now. So if you don't like me, just hang around. I'm getting better. I'm growing. So hang on and be patient with me. I'm just under construction. And guess what? I know you're going to change too. Because of the grace of God in you, you're growing as well. You're, you're, you're going you're gonna, to you're be mature and you're going to get better too. Because God wants us to grow. You see, new possibilities require new actions. And the level of faith you had last year, it was great for last year, but I got news for you, it ain't gonna cut it in 2021. You need a deeper faith, a fresh faith for a fresh situation and a fresh opportunity this year. Don't try to live off a childish commitment of a year ago when, when God's gonna give you greater opportunities this new year. God wants to do some new and exciting things in your life in this new year. But listen, he will not put new wine into old wineskins. He will not put a new thing into an old you. He will not put a new thing into an old skin of your life. You must be willing to change. You must be willing to shed your skin and grow a new one. Can I just encourage you that God is a God of newness? Oh, that's such, a good, that's such a good thought for me. That's such a refreshing thing. God is a God of newness. God is a God of fresh, freshness. He never gets stale. And as I look through the Bible, I begin to see all the new things that God gives us when we commit our lives to Jesus Christ. Scripture says he gives us a new birth and he gives us a new heart and he gives us a new spirit and he gives us a new life and a new song and he gives us a new name and it goes on and on and on. He is the God of newness, 
never stale, never old. And the good news is you don't have to stay stuck in a rut. God will help you change. So let me ask you today, what is that old attitude? What is that old habit that you say, man, I wish I could just get rid of that? Or, or that thing that you just don't like about yourself? That secret problem or that situation that just keeps hanging on your life. And you say, man, I, just, I wish I could just get rid of that. I wish I could just shed that skin. My friend, God can help you change. God can help you shed that skin of the old you for a new year. But he'll only do it, listen to me, when you give him all the pieces. He can't build a jigsaw puzzle if you only give him half the pieces. He's got to have all the pieces to make the picture perfect. Here's another thing. When God makes a change in your life, listen to me, it's going to be a complete change. It's not going to be a patch over. It's going to be a complete change. You know, every year about this time right now, people frantically begin to try at the new year patching up their old way of life by, by what's commonly called New Year's resolutions, right? And so you see a weakness in your life, and so you're going to patch that up. And so here's a resolution for that. And there's something over here that you don't like, I don't like about myself. And so here's another patch and, and it's another resolution. And we start trying to, to, to patch things up, trying to patch up an old way of life when God says, no, 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 no. I don't want to just patch it up. I want to give you something brand new. I want to give you a brand new way of living, not just a patch over. Let me show you something amazing about this. In this very passage that we're reading out of in Luke chapter five, where Jesus talks about the wineskins, right before that, Jesus gives a parallel illustration. Look what he says in verse 36. Watch this. He said, no one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it onto an old one. If he does, he will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new one won't match the old. In other words, Jesus is saying, you've got an old shirt and you take a new shirt and you take a little piece of the fabric off the new shirt and you patch it on an old shirt. Well, what he says happens is when the new shirt shrinks because it hasn't shrunk all the way yet, but when it shrinks, it will pull the other and either rip it off completely or it'll make it all bunched up and just completely ugly looking. So Jesus is saying, you don't put something new on something old. Ooh, this is so good. I hope you're getting this today. You don't put new wine into an old skin, and you don't put a new patch on an old shirt. And watch, you don't try to patch up an old way of life when God wants to give you a brand new life. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, I love this. He says this, therefore, if any man be in Christ, come on, he's a what? He is a new creature, completely new. The old has passed away and the new has come. Friends, that verse is not a one-time experience. It is a constant, daily experience. Yes, when, 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 you, when, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, you become a new person at that point. But God wants to keep renewing your life. The initial commitment is still there. You're still a Christian, but he wants to completely give you a new life and change you and give you that renewal in your life, growing you from one stage of spiritual maturity to another. 
I don't know about you, but I thank the Lord today that I don't have to stay the way I am the rest of my life. Come on, I'm going to give better by God's help and by God's grace. Can you say amen? This is not a patch up a little bit kind of a thing. It's not this turning over a new leaf. You hear people say that at the first year. Well, I'm turning over a new leaf. No, no. When you turn over a new leaf, guess what happens? You find that the underside was just as rotten as the top was. No, 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 the work of God that he does within us. Listen to me, it's not a new leaf. Come on, it's a brand new life, hallelujah. So my question to you today is this. What are your wineskins this year? What structures are you carrying into a new year? What are your old wineskins that are gonna hinder your growth in 2021? What are the old wineskins that you may be carrying into a new year? And God wants to do a new thing in you. God wants to put something new in you. God wants to bring something new to your life, but he cannot bring a new thing and put it in an old skin. What old wineskins are you bringing in that will hinder your growth in 2021? Wineskins that have got you boxed in and they got you enclosed. Is it, a, is, is it a problem? Is it a lingering problem? Is it an attitude maybe that the Holy Spirit would check you on? Is it a habit? Maybe a secret sin? Is it a mindset that needs to change? I'm telling you, listen to me. It's gonna take a new attitude for your new problems. It's gonna take new adjustments for your new pressures. And it's gonna take new actions for your new possibilities. Come on, did you receive the word of God today? Man, I hope you received every bit of this today because I really believe that God wants to do a new thing in your life. Do you not perceive it? It springs up now. He says, forget the former things. Don't even dwell on the past. Don't even dwell on 2020. Listen, it was crazy. 2020 was horrible. It was a bad year. It was horrible. Look, God says, it's a new thing. It's a new day. Hindsight is 2020. It's over with. I'm doing something brand new. It springs forth now. Do you not perceive it? I really believe what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us today is God wants us not just to have a new year, new you. He wants it to be a new year and a new skin because there's a new thing that he wants to do in your life. I don't know about you, but when God gets ready this year to do a new thing in my life or to bring a new thing into my life, come on, how about you? I just wanna have the skin that's ready to hold. Whew, it's ready to hold the thing that God wants to do.